What is going on, everybody? This is Blue Bros 2. This time is personal. I am your host, Brandon, and with me is Caleb. Caleb, how's it going? It's going. It is Thursday. I had to think about it. And <laughs> that means it's almost the weekend. Yeah, I kept thinking today was Friday. Yeah, it is. It's been a long week. So I definitely was not sure what today was, what was happening tomorrow. It's been one of those weeks where, I mean, I know everybody looks forward to five o'clock, but I don't know. Five o'clock has just been a little extra special this week. Oh, yeah, for sure. Today felt like a super long day, too. Mm -hmm. Like Everybody at work was saying the same thing as well. Yeah, it doesn't help me because right now the projects I'm working on, I'm like in and out of the office all the time. So it, I can't keep track of the time as easily. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's just a big, huge mess this week. Oh, yeah. So what have you been watching? Well, I've actually watched some stuff since the last time we talked. I mean, how impressive is that? Oh, my gosh. Granted, two of the three things are shows that I'm watching with my wife. So that's where we've finished the office. So now we're on mm-hmm. to new things. Um, and we actually finished two two shows within the past week. Oh, man. <laughs> Granted, they didn't have uh, too many episodes. But um, one was the Cold Case show that you recommended. Yeah, that's good. That's a good show. That was a good one. And I have to say the one that like totally blew my mind on that one was the one that happened in Kentucky. Do you remember that one? Yeah. With how terrible the cops were. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. How terrible the cops were. And that was one where the The uh, uncle. Yeah. And that whole thing. Spoiler alert. Um, But yeah, that like all of it since it was put together in one episode was just like, dang. And it's also one where, um, you know, there might be more to the story later. Right. Uh, so yeah, that, uh, but the whole series was, was good. So, uh, we love shows like that and we would, we could watch more of that. Um, the other one that we watched and we, that we finished, which was pretty short was called magic for humans. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that floating around on uh, Netflix, but it's it's okay. I mean, it was fun, lighthearted, easy to kind of watch. I mean, of course, it's a magic show, so you need to watch it kind of pretty closely to know what's going on. But, um, I mean, how much can you trust a magic show that's on TV because they can easily edit so many things? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, But it was interesting. Like, he had some different things that you normally don't see and... Uh, yeah, it was just kind of fun. Was no, uh, oh, what? Who's it? David Blaine. Yeah, but street uh, magic. Yeah, well, but he did some street stuff, and he he was funny. He was kind of, uh, just uh, mostly I'd say family friendly. But I think it was like the last episode of the whole thing where <laughs> things took a weird turn. But. <laughs> And then in the last week, I did watch a movie. And have you ever seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? Yeah, it's been a long time, though. I think, like, right after it came out on DVD, I watched okay. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I saw I saw it once or twice not long after it came out, and I saw it was on Netflix, and I just added it to my list. And I was I don't know why I was doing that or night, so I just threw it on. And between three different nights, I finished the movie, and that movie was just like so well done visually. Well, it was so yeah, it was so be- like ahead of its time too. Mm, yeah, uh-huh. it was kind of underappreciated at the time, for sure. So it's a movie that was based off of a comic book or a comic book series. I don't, I'm not that in tune with all of that, but they just, how they put it together and the concept behind it was just really creative. And I was always kind of surprised that they didn't try doing that, like either continuing the story or doing that, continuing that style. Yeah. So, but uh, what about yourself? Oh, we've been watching some odds and ends of stuff. Um, you know, we've been watching some Christmas stuff. Uh, we watched uh, Rudolph, the old um, Rankin and Bass uh, stop motion special. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched um, the original How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, I've been watching some ESPN 30 for 30 documentaries because I've got ESPN Plus. Um, the one I've been wrapping up is called Big Shot. It's about when John Spano tried to buy the uh, the New York Islanders. And okay. that one's pretty interesting. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. I have not. I've not seen uh, quite a few 30 for 30s, to be completely honest. But Oh, it's, it's pretty interesting. Basically, like he misled the NHL and the former owners of the Islanders about how much money he actually had. And he wasn't as wealthy as he put off. Uh, There's a whole bunch of stuff that went into it. And it's pretty crazy the stuff the guy got away with because it was like the (laughs) mid-90s. The good old 90s. (laughs) Yeah. And um, another one I watched was uh, the one about Ric Flair, which is is a pretty good one. Um, And kind of funny, too, like some of the... The interview he does, he's wearing a Michigan sweatshirt in it. Oh, nice. Yeah, and he talked about how... Whoa! Was- <laughs> I had to throw that in. Yeah. Oh, man, that almost scared me. <laughs> uh, but he also talks about in one spot where he was a very good like high school football player. And they asked him if he had any um, interest from... like division one schools and he said there was a few and you know one of them was michigan and then they asked him why he went to minnesota he's like because michigan wouldn't let me in (laughs) yeah just uh, if you guys are interested in professional wrestling check that one out that's that was pretty good uh lots of interviews with old wrestlers and um just you know different celebrities even you know rappers because Apparently, Ric Flair is like really popular in the rap community. Even before he did, they had that Ric Flair drip song. You know, for whatever reason, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I think it's just the, you know the character he played, the way he carried himself. Um, you know, like high roller and everything. Yeah, so, you know, it kind of makes sense. He was like the the first one to do that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, really, other than that, just, you know, positive sports here and there. Nice. 
But from there, now we can move on to Did You Know? And Caleb, it's your turn. I know everything. (laughs) I am the smartest man alive. (laughs) Oh, what color are those red fire trucks? Dang it. Red fire trucks. I can see those things all big and red and everything. That's right, Peter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have not seen that episode in a long time. I need to watch that. Um, yes. So I get to bring you your fun, oh, crazy fact this week. And got a little interesting one. Uh, we enjoy, Brandon and I enjoy gaming. And we are going, I'm going to take you back to 18th century gaming. All back in good old England. And so apparently in the 18th century, they had these places called gambling dens. And of course, like, I don't know exactly what was going on at the time, but gambling uh, was illegal. And so, again, in 18th century, these places employed a person whose specific job was to swallow the dice if there was ever a police raid. Um, oh man that's hilarious that that was somebody's job i kind of hope that they like had more responsibilities than just that because i feel like it'd be a little bit of a waste of space if somebody just sat there all night not doing anything but like maybe they were like the dealer or you know did something serve drink i don't know get some kind of like multiple task they had to do you know yeah, and depending on, <laughs> depending on how big the establishment was, I was ho- I would hope that they would have more than one person employed. Because could you imagine if they had like several tables running with dice, and then one person's just like going to every table and grabbing all the dice and swallowing them? <laughs> what if they had like the um, the big dice from uh, Price Is Right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that that are like four inch cubes. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. Oh man, that's that's just kind of a funny detail. I could see somebody using that in a movie or in a comedy if they ever did anything. Uh, but yeah, there you go. There's uh something new for you. For your health. For your health. So let's move on into our kind of a hodgepodge topic we got here, our holiday extravaganza. You know, one day when I actually am... And you're going to laugh at this, Brandon, because you know how organized I am. Yeah. But, but when I'm better at planning, I should have probably gotten some kind of like Christmas tune for that transition. Yeah, like, is what it is. Would have been more appropriate, but. <laughs> well, next week is going to be our true like full on Christmas episode, I'd say. Yeah. I, um, I mean, we've been kind of doing Christmas episode this whole month. I mean, last week, you know, obviously we did um, Jingle All the Way. Yeah. 
Well, and then before that, we did the wonderful Christmas movie of planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, the topic this week, we're going to be talking about Christmas movies. Um, you know, some of our favorites, you know, some of our least favorites. Uh, just like a general discussion, I guess. Um, and you, you jerk, saying that Planes, Trains, and Automobiles mm-hmm. is a Christmas movie. Um, yeah, I mean, it comes back to that conversation we had a couple times now about the DVD that I bought that had the Christmas sleeve on it yeah. that I threw away. Um, kind of an update on that. So I have Apple TV. That's That's how we watch most things. And, you know, I just kind of use my parents' login for their dish to like, watch stuff. How because... dare you? <laughs> I mean, they get all these channels. They just watch the dish. They don't do the online stuff. So I'm like, heck, I'm going to use it. Um, on the AMC app, they have a whole bunch of, like, holiday movies. And there's a section that says, like, all Christmas movies. And if you go through, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles pops up. <laughs> Boo. I was like, this is not a Christmas movie. And even in the description that they have on there, it says um, a man tries to um, travel home to be with his family during Thanksgiving. And it says, uh, though it's a Thanksgiving movie, it still has that great holiday feel. <laughs> well, yeah, Thanksgiving is a holiday. Just because it's a yeah, holiday feel doesn't mean it's a Christmas movie. Right, and just the fact that it was under the category of Christmas movies, just uh, it just irritated me. But it's just one of those little pet peeve things, I guess. But um, I mean, we can get our dis- discussion here of some of our favorites. Um, I know you had yours kind of broken down a little bit, so you want to start us off? Um, sure. I don't know exactly. Well, I guess you know we're talking about Christmas, and I mean like. Christmas has classic written all over it. So um, I'll probably go ahead and start with my favorite classic. And I don't know exactly how I landed with this one. Um, I mean, it's just one that I've kind of appreciated. It's not like I watch it every year, but um, out of the Christmas classics, this is the one that if they're just like, oh, let's watch a classic Christmas movie, I would recommend this one. Because some of the other ones I don't really care for. And that is uh, White Christmas. And I used to get it confused with Christmas in Connecticut. Okay, yeah. I think those came right around like within a year of each other. Uh, they may have. But I just like the, the idea of like tr- the traveling that they did and everything. And I've seen both of them. I've definitely seen White Christmas a lot more. But the they kind of blended together there for a little for a little while so i kind of got some aspects confused but um yeah definitely a white christmas i don't know i mean it's a little bit more entertaining than some classics because it's got music and showmanship and things like that so I'm, I'm trying to remember even like how young I was when I watched it. That's probably one of those that my parents watched all the time. So, yeah, most likely. I, I know my mom really enjoys that one. 
Um, I don't know if I've ever seen the, the whole thing all the way through. Oh, really? you know, I've seen it bits and pieces probably like every single year, like growing up. So, you know, I've probably been able to piece it together. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I've ever just sat down and watched that movie from beginning to end. I don't think I have. Well, you are missing out. <laughs> but uh, wh- my classic that I have um, is another one of the, you know, the more famous ones, and that's "It's a Wonderful Life." Mm-hmm. That's I feel like that's one of the movies, you know, kind of like you know, The Wizard of Oz or um, I don't know, like Star Wars or something like that that everybody's seen. Like, I yeah. don't know if I've ever met anybody that hasn't seen that movie. Yeah. Or if they have, they're really young. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, I mean, great cast. As, as a movie that wasn't, it was like, wasn't really loved when it came out. It was a complete bomb in the box office. And, um, you know, the reviews were terrible on it, saying that, you know, Jimmy Stewart ruined his career doing this movie and how um, the director will never have another job in Hollywood, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, what, how many years later? Like 70 years later and that movie is on every single year. Yeah. And it's heralded as a lot of times considered the greatest Christmas movie of all time. And how many times has that movie been parodied? Oh, man. Parodied or paid homage to, you know. Um, (laughs) Actually, thinking of parody, one of my favorite parodies of that was from Saturday Saturday Night Live. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Where they did um, like an alternative. They're like talking about how the AFI found the alternative ending to It's a Wonderful Life. Where Uncle Billy finds the money and they go and get revenge on Mr. Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Or remembers what he did with the money. So you got uh, Phil Hartman, who we talked a lot about last week and Jiggle All the Way. He's playing Uncle Billy and Dana Carvey plays Jimmy Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't sound anything like, or doesn't look anything like Jimmy Stewart, but he sounds like exactly like him. (laughs) (laughs) But they go and they're like, beat the crap out of Mr. Potter and like, Dana Carvey like drops an elbow on him like Macho Man style. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> like if you guys have never seen that, check that out. That's that's pretty hilarious. Um, about it's a wonderful life though. I'm, I hope I'm not stealing any information that you have. Apparently, no. it took it three decades for it to become popular. Really? Uh, yeah, they're saying that um, it became a television staple as they say, uh, in Christmas, the Christmas season of 1976, and then has, like, you know, been playing probably every year since. So, because uh, the initial release was 1946. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was, I was thinking, you know, late 40s. Um, but yeah, just kind of funny how, you know, definitely wasn't appreciated back in the day. And, you know, kind of seen as just, like, garbage, I guess. Interesting. Until later on, and I got some love. So, 
yeah, that's my favorite classic, I would say. Okay. Do you want me to steer things for a moment? Yeah, you just you know, just keep going with what direction you were going. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna totally like pull a 180 because we're going with classic, and then I'm gonna go ahead and throw in the Christmas movie that I hate. <laughs> okay. Because it's a wonderful life. <laughs> Ta-da! Wow. I hate that movie. I remember you saying this before, actually. I think when we worked together. Yes, I think I, I think I, we have discussed this before. So now let me let me put this out there too. Okay, there there are some things, and I think everybody has this with something where you know that it's actually something of good quality. Like the story is good. I believe the acting is good. They did a good job with it, but it has been ruined for me because the, because every single Christmas it is on, I've seen, I, I mean, except for several years now, but forever I would see it every single Christmas and usually multiple times. And it brings kind of bad memories with it because I love my family. I love my grandparents. But when we would go to my grandparents' house, it was notorious for being extremely boring. <laughs> and so the only things that you had to do were the toys that you brought, or most likely we probably didn't bring a whole lot because we knew we were getting Christmas presents, so we couldn't bring a lot of things. Yeah. So up until Christmas, there's nothing to do. Except for watch TV, which they only had like three channels, and then or play upstairs in the room above their garage, which had like a pool table and just a couple things, but it was freezing cold bef- because they refused to heat it to save money. <laughs> so it was kind of almost kind of like Christmas misery, um, <laughs> Christmas purgatory. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a wonderful life was always on and you'd watch it at least i mean this is probably keeping it on a low number but i mean you watch it at least one full time if not probably two or three during that period so doing that's like your childhood forever and ever until we stopped going there for christmas uh because uh i don't you know my grandfather passed away and my grandmother then went into uh uh retirement home and everything so yeah that kind of i appreciate i appreciate it and i understand it but at the same time i hate that movie so i have a question for you yes how do you feel about a christmas story a christmas story i've not seen as many times really because i mean it's on 24 7 no i know like that's (laughs) that's the thing too 24 hours a day i guess not seven it's just 24 hours yeah, I uh, and I get that, and I'm not I'm not too surprised that you asked that, but that is well because that's the thing too is just like it was my grandparents' house, and they were not going to have a Christmas story on, if they even got uh, that on the channel or whatever. The one of the few channels they got was like the cl- classic Christmas channel mm-hmm. that played those movies all the time, and so that's what was on like seemed like every other time. So that movie's not ruined for me, and I am okay with. A Christmas story. I don't watch it all that much, but see. So this is my issue with the Christmas story. This isn't my least favorite one, but it's one of those movies that um, 
you know, I watched in elementary school mm-hmm. one year. Um, it was one of those things where, you know, we got to, I went to a small school. So each class, you know, maybe had 15 kids in it. Like each teacher's class, not like the grade. Mm-hmm. But um, so like two different classes, same grade would get together and around Christmas and we would have, like watch movies like for like the last week we'd watch a couple movies and we watched Christmas Story and I remember really liking it as a kid and this was maybe like third grade fourth grade something like that and I never knew what the name of it was um, and it wasn't until I went to Walmart one time with my mom and my brother and I saw it on the shelf and I'm like oh my god that is the movie and this was maybe like gosh what was i in like ninth grade at the time mm-hmm. so we bought it and it was on vhs <laughs> and we're like okay we're gonna watch it you know um and we, and we watched it and i really liked it again and then it was like the following year they started doing the 24-hour marathon of it on tbs and tnt and it's got to the point where i've seen that movie so many times that i'm just kind of like burned out on it yeah I guess like I have no drive to really watch it because I know once Christmas Eve comes around around eight o'clock, it's going to be start playing for 24 hours, you know, and I'm <laughs> going to catch like bits and pieces of it because, you know, we usually drive all over the place, go into people's houses to, to have Christmas um, time with like everybody we can. And everybody always just puts on a Christmas, a Christmas story. So you see it in bits and pieces. Yeah. Yeah, no, see, we, and I get that. And so part of my dislike with It's a Wonderful Life is the burnt out. But also, I mean, it just kind of like had, uh, I'm not going to say it's that bad, but, you know, not the most exciting memory. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, It's a Wonderful Life is a slow movie. Yeah. Like, I'll admit that. I mean, it's over two hours. Um, It could be a little plotting at times. Mm -hmm. You know, where A Christmas Story moves along pretty well. You know, it's I mean, about an hour and 40 minutes of that. And it's entertaining, too. Like, I mean, it, there's there's comedy, there's stuff happening, there's, I mean, oh, yeah. it can hold your attention. And, yeah, just like you said, with the wonder, It's a Wonderful Life, it's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So, my least favorite movie, and I'm pretty sure you know what I'm going to say, it is um, Dr. Seuss's How a Grinch Stole Christmas, or How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Wait, Dr. Seuss's? Okay, so not not the original. Okay. Because the original is called How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. The live-action Jim Carrey version is called Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. Usually (laughs) when you you bring it up, you always just say the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. So when you started saying Dr. Seuss, I was like, wait a minute, you're confusing me now. So way back when we started doing these non-sports topics, we talked about worst um, or some of the worst like movie experiences we had. And didn't you mention like you never walked out of a movie before? Uh, no, I've I walked. You out walked of, out of Hostel. That's what it was. Hostel and wait, was that it? Host, hostel and um, was it Last House on the Left? No, that was the one that I actually finished. Okay, yeah, it was, was Hostel. I know Hostel was one of them. Yeah, but anyway, Hostel may be the only one. Anyways. There's only two movies that I've walked out of in my entire life. And it was um, 
Muppet Treasure Island and uh, the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. And it wasn't even until just like a few years ago, within like seven years, I'd say, that I actually saw the entire Jim Carrey Grinch movie. And for me, it didn't get any better. Um, You know, I always really enjoyed the original animated one. You know, the one that was narrated by um, Boris Karloff. Yeah. And, you know, just the classic. I, I always really enjoyed that. Um, you know, the music was good. The animation was good. And it's just, you know, it's Dr. Seuss. Almost everybody likes Dr. Seuss. So then when they're making the live action, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. You know, there's so many things they can do with it. And then basically what it was... You know, when they got Jim Carrey, it was he's basically just Ace Ventura dressed like the Grinch. <laughs> he's like making stupid voices. He's acting like an idiot. And it's just. Uh, it just I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way. And I just I just think the movie is just completely dumb. And I remember like my mom and I went to go see it because we both liked the, the cartoon. I mean, I was a kid when it came out and I think we were about halfway through and I think I don't know if she could tell I was just kind of annoyed with it but she's just like have you seen enough <laughs> <laughs> like did you do you want to go or something so we ended up leaving but yeah that's I think that was the second time we walked out of a movie because I think Muppet Treasure Island came out before that oh yeah it definitely did um I will say this though, I am more offended by you walking out of Muppet Treasure Island than I am the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. We had that conversation before too, I think. Yeah. So I don't really need to get into it. But dude, it has Tim Curry. And it was <laughs> See, I'm not the biggest Tim Curry fan like everybody else is. He kinda I don't know that he just kind of annoys me. I, I'm, I, I, I won't say well, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest Tim Curry fan, but like he's good at what he does. And so Muppets and Tim Curry, when I, that was, you know, my ch- uh, that area of my childhood, I remember watching Muppet Treasure Island several times. Yeah, so you just suck. I I really liked Muppets Take Manhattan. That was one I used to watch a lot. I think we had it like taped off TV or something back in the day. But oh, so the cherry on top of the Sunday with the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. Mm-hmm. My wife likes it. Oh, lovely! <laughs> so she usually watches it every year, but she knows how much I dislike that movie. So she uses it. So she usually watches it like when she's home, and I'm not there. Nice. <laughs> uh, I I will say that the only th- good thing that came from that movie is that the girl who played Cindy Lou Who is the lead singer of the band the pretty reckless yes i remember us talking about yeah that. and i i actually like a lot of their songs so that's the only thing i'll give that movie credit for <laughs> nice all right uh moving on yeah um i will go ahead and throw out then my favorite comedy christmas movie okay and completely opposite of what you were just referring to, where um, your wife really enjoys the Grinch movie and you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is works out well for me because this is my wife's favorite Christmas movie, like totally like her number one. 
Yeah. And so that would be Elf with Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's just a good one. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying it's like the best Christmas movie, but if I had to say like, okay, you're going to watch one Christmas comedy, what's it going to be? I I enjoy Elf. I mean, I know there are several other good ones, but that's the one that I would put down because then also uh, I know that my wife enjoys it too. So win-win. Rock. Yeah, that's a, another one that my wife and I enjoy as well. Um, we watch it usually a couple times every Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of the Christmas movies I like are comedies, and it's hard to choose between these two because I know when we talked before, we're going to talk like about kind of like our overall favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I, I guess like my favorite comedy that isn't my favorite Christmas movie as a whole, I guess would be home alone. Okay. And that was a movie I liked a lot as a kid. And I remember I never had it on tape. And I think the reason was, is because my parents didn't like it. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Where they like kind of found it annoying, I guess. Um, And I always wanted to rent it. Like even like not around Christmas, even like in the middle of summer, we'd go to rent movies and I always wanted to rent home alone. And, uh, I remember getting talked out of it a few times, (laughs) (laughs) you know, just cause that was probably why we didn't have it. It's because, you know, my parents probably got tired of watching it. Nice. (laughs) But yeah, that's another one we watch every single year. Uh, it's just a classic, I guess for, you know, especially for like people our age. Yeah, because it came out right and around, you know, when we were young enough to be able to remember movies and like enjoy movies, but not not too old to, you know, not find, not be able to relate to it, I guess, or think you're too cool for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, Home Alone is actually um, one that I would put under my honorable mention area. Um. For sure, because it's 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 a good one, and I enjoy watching that one. So, but <clears throat> um, how? All right, this might be a dumb question, but they only did two, right? Home Alone one and two. Only two with Macaulay Culkin. Okay, that's what I thought. There's like five of them. <laughs> okay, yeah, five or six, I think. There might there's six because there was one that was like made for ABC Family Channel. Oh my gosh, punch me in the face. Yeah. Did you know that they did a jingle all the way too? Yeah, with Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it and I don't plan on seeing. Did you know that they made a Christmas story too? Um, is it when he's older? Yep. Okay. <laughs> and he wants a car. And and Daniel Stern is his dad. Speaking of home alone. Nice. <laughs> Uh, well, to uh, get back on track and talk about better things. Um, yeah, I've got so I mentioned Home Alone as an honorable mention. Another honorable mention, um, just as like a cla- uh, well, not classic, but a great Christmas movie. Just watches, of course, the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. 
Um, actually, it was really crazy because I was just like looking through stuff because part of the thing, too, is like I, we don't watch a lot of Christmas movies on a regular basis. Like we don't have Elf is the only thing you we know we're going to watch every year. Outside mm-hmm. of that, it's like whatever we find, whatever we pick up, whatever streaming, you know, things like that. Um, so I was kind of just looking through some lists to make sure I didn't miss like, oh, my gosh, I forgot about the Christmas movie. And I noticed there was a list that didn't even have Charlie Brown Christmas on it for like a top like 20 or higher list. And I'm just like, if you have 20 Christmas movies, I don't know how you don't have Charlie Brown Christmas on there. Did they maybe not consider it a movie and just consider it like a TV special? Uh, Maybe. I'm not sure. Because was Rudolph on there? I think so. Because Rudolph is, you know, considered like a holiday special, kind of like Frosty the Snowman and okay. all those other remember. ones. Yeah, I remember Frosty was on there. But anyway, so yeah, I wanted to throw that one out there as kind of like, don't uh, don't forget this one. So, um, did you have any like kind of just off on the side ones to mention before? Because I've got the last one I've got to mention is my favorite overall christmas movie okay um yeah some of the honorable mentions i've got um you know i mentioned rudolph the red-nosed reindeer um i always found those rankin and bass um stop motion like puppet movies or specials always really interesting Mm -hmm. uh you know we're talking about you know rudolph uh santa claus is coming to town year without a santa claus and then even One's like, uh, here comes Peter Cottontail. I was yeah. always just like fascinated with those because I, I don't know. Everything with stop motion just really interests me. And like, I can appreciate it like as an artist, like, the detail and like the painstaking labor that went behind animating the puppets. Yeah. Like just- I, it's just, it's, in, it's just incredible. I guess just, how much they had to do just to make, you know, cause Rudolph is, I think Rudolph is an hour or he might, is either a half hour or an hour, but all the work that went into making like that short Christmas special is nuts. That makes me think of uh parks and rec when, uh, what's his name decides to take up claymation. Um, crap. Uh, Amy Adams' um, boyfriend, then husband, when he gets like laid off or quits. You know what I'm talking about? Or not Amy? What am I talking about? Next? Um, whatever. Leslie Nope. Oh yeah. Um, I can't think of his name now. Ben. Ben. Yeah. So yeah. Ben. Wow, I totally messed up her name there. But Leslie Nope. I can use the character's name. Um, yeah, so Ben got laid off or fired or whatever, and so he took up claymation, and then he did he put it together, and it was like three seconds, and he said he spent like eight hours on it or something oh, or twelve. It's insane. Yeah, um, everything with stop motion was like that. Uh, probably like the the greatest stop motion animator of all time is Ray Harryhausen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did just tons of monster movies and stuff like Jason and the Argonauts. He did um, the beast from 20,000 fathoms. Okay. And he actually worked with Willis O'Brien. Um, and like, 
the King Kong movies. Nice. Um, and I think that one of the last things he did with stop motion was the original um, Clash of the Titans. Okay. Yeah. I but and he it, he did all that by himself. Ugh. He worked on everything by himself because he didn't have to worry about bumping into people or making sure that everybody held the same standards as him. Like I watched a documentary about him that was just insane. That's crazy. But yeah, I mean, back on track. <laughs> well, real quick, <laughs> so, I, I, real quick though, I'm interested. Like, do you watch like new stop motion movies at all? Um, like the first one that comes to mind to me is uh, the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, I haven't seen that. Okay, but I know I, what you're talking about. I was yeah. trying to think of what's the latest stop motion because it's not really. There's really some... much like around anymore. Like, I think just because of all the work that goes into it. Yeah, there's not, there aren't a ton. I mean, outside of those guys who do the, um, or that group that does uh, like the chicken run type claymation stuff. Yeah, uh, and Wallace they, and Gromit. Yeah, they do. Uh, I, I don't know if they're still doing anything, but they've been known to do something every once in a random while. But yeah, stop motion doesn't come out very often, but the most recent one I remember was the fantastic Mr. Fox. And I know that I've seen a couple other interesting ones that were going to be coming out after that, but I haven't watched them. So I was just curious if you keep watching new ones or not. So, uh, it's been a while since I've seen any, um, new stop motion stuff. You're not a real fan of stop motion. (laughs) Oh man. Big okay, so moving on. <laughs> yeah, so Rudolph's one of them. Um, another one that I watch every year that's it's really like completely different from anything else we talked about is the original 1974 Black Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the first Christmas horror movies. And ironically enough, it's made by Bob Clark, who made A Christmas Story. Nice. So he made A Christmas Story and Black Christmas. And if you've ever seen Black Christmas, it is probably as far away from a Christmas story as you can get. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was kind of ahead of its time. One of the early predecessors of the big like slasher boom. Um, You know, a lot of things John Carpenter took from that movie when he made Halloween because he was such a huge fan of Black Christmas. Um, you know, just the basic idea of basing it off a, a major holiday. And uh, there's like a lot of point of view shots of the killer moving through the house and around the house and everything that was used a lot in Halloween. You know, it sets up a lot of the the formula for the slasher genre. Uh, it's kind of a slow movie. Um, fans of more fast-paced slashers like Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street would might get bored with it and turned off from it. But, uh, you know, the acting's pretty good. And, I don't know, it's just, it has a really creepy like, atmosphere to it. And, like, one of the taglines for the movie was if um, this movie doesn't make your skin crawl, then it's on too tight. <laughs> And there's just some like really creepy visuals in it, and 
know, the killer makes a lot of like obscene phone calls to the sorority house. Uh, it's been remade twice now. Uh, actually, the new one comes out Friday, and I've already heard like terrible things about it. <laughs> That's not very good. Uh, and the first remake came out in like 2004 or five or something like that. I don't know, but it wasn't very good either. But that's all I got for honorable mentions. If you want to move on to your all-time favorite. All right. Time for all-time favorite. Got to go with the Hallmark movies. No, just kidding. Okay. Terrible. And kill me. <laughs> I've, I've got some things pulled up here. And there's like this huge long list of ridiculous Hallmark Christmas movies. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, but no, my favorite Christmas movie. It's going to be controversial. I know. That's, that's what we're about here. On Blue Bros. True. This time it's personal. And that is Die Hard. <laughs> like, if I had to pick a Christmas movie to watch year in, year out, give me Die Hard. It is a Christmas movie. Um, the, my classification for a Christmas movie, and I feel like this is pretty stand, uh I mean, it just kind of only makes sense. It's just like either a Christmas movie, either the plot has to be centered around Christmas the holiday or the idea of Christmas, you know, like, you know, there's all those classic movies like, well, Jingle All the Way, you know, the de- somebody's trying to get the perfect gr- gift for somebody, or um, I'll Be Home for Christmas, where somebody's uh, trying to get home for Christmas, or some of the other ones where they're just like trying to find somebody for Christmas to be with them for, for the holiday, or somebody saves Christmas, you know, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. It's about the plot is Christmas. Or the other thing that classifies as a Christmas movie is that the setting is primarily centered around Christmas Day, the Christmas holiday, Christmas event, you know, a family Christmas gathering, something of the sort. I can't think of any uh, other movies too specific that are focused around you know, just the event and the setting of Christmas rather <clears throat> than, you know, a real, you know, holiday Christmas plot. But I mean, that's essentially what Die Hard is. Like, without the Christmas party, without it being the Christmas holiday, it, Die Hard would not, I mean, essentially from the plot of the movie or, and, you know, the setting and everything, it wouldn't have happened because he was there because it's a Christmas party. He was there to be with his wife, ex, or whatever, um, at the Christmas party for the holiday, for Christmas. Christmas is brought up again. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Setting primarily Christmas holiday party. So mm-hmm. that is why it is a Christmas movie. So, 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 do you remember in Die Hard where he broke the glass and then he had to walk across it? Mm-hmm. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I was referencing? <laughs> I'm trying to think of it. I know it. I know it. Uh, it's the Chris Farley show. <laughs> oh, yeah. From Saturday Night Live. Oh, man, I always love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. That was a good one. That was good. So, But, yeah, Die Hard, um, I agree. It's a Christmas movie. You know, I've you know, like I've said before, I can see both sides of the argument, but I, I think it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, I can. I like. I can accept that people will argue it, 
and like I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, you're so ridiculously or ridiculous for thinking that's not. But I think that the conclusion for everybody should be that is technically a Christmas movie. But anyways, yeah. So your favorite Christmas movie? It was really hard for me to choose. Um because there are a lot of Christmas movies that we watch every single year. Um, and, I mean, there's a lot I, like, grew up with. You know, Rudolph was always my favorite when I was a kid. And there was, <laughs> I've come to realize there was a lot of movies that I never really watched and I already had, like, preconceived notions about not liking because either one of my parents didn't like it and they didn't, want to have to watch it so they told me it wasn't any good <laughs> nice. and uh one of those movies like that for me is christmas vacation mm-hmm. um, national lampoon's christmas vacation i remember i remember as a kid like my mom telling me that it was stupid so i never really watched it and it wasn't until man i think i was in college the first time i saw it Oh, yeah. Well, same for me, too. My parents never really cared for the National Lampoon stuff. So, yeah, yeah I it was a long time till I'd seen that one. Which is funny because I remember watching European Vacation, like, when I was still living at home. And I was maybe in, like, junior high or something like that. And I enjoyed it. So I don't know why I thought the Christmas Vacation one would be bad, other than I was told that it was. But... I don't know. It's just one of those movies that I have to watch every single year. It makes me laugh every single time. And it's one of those movies, too, where you pick up on different things every time you watch it. And uh, it's a very, very quotable movie. Oh, yeah. Um, And, you know, it might be the best in the National Lampoon's Vacation series. Uh, Um, Yeah, I would... I, I could see that. Yeah, for being the third movie in the series and being probably the best, that's kind of rare, too. You know, most times when a, a part three comes out, it's usually pretty terrible. Um, I'm I'm talking about you, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also talking about you, RoboCop 3. I didn't forget about you. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I know. It's just one of those movies I love. Um, I've already watched it this year. I'm going to go see it in, in theater next week. And actually next week we're going to be reviewing it. So, yeah, just I love that movie. Yes. Uh, was there anything else that you don't like? That I that I don't like? Like dishonorable mentions? I just realized I had a couple more on mine. Every single Hallmark Christmas movie ever made. <laughs> yeah, they're all terrible. I, I don't even. Surprised. Yeah, I don't even need to watch these. I can just look at the cover of this movie and be like, "You're terrible. You're terrible. You're terrible." There's yeah, like, like you, you see who's in it, and you're like, "Yeah." <laughs> about that. Or did you like, see? You get those like super religious ones too, where it's like starring Kirk Cameron. You're like, don't need to see that. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't uh, Saturday Night Live uh, do a spoof on Hallmark Christmas movies not too long ago. 
Oh, I don't know. They they probably did. These Somebody... family ones are just as bad. Oh gosh, I can only. Imagine. But yeah, Hallmark. Anyway, you were saying Saturday Night Live. Yeah, well, I I think it was Saturday Night Live. Somebody did, or maybe it was just like a group of actors that got together, and it was just really hilarious because they were they did uh, they were talking about them, and they used the same main actor in several of them, and were making mm-hmm. fun. Of, it was pretty good. I can't remember who's in. It. I'll have to find that and try to send it to you. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that'd probably be on my list, too. Uh, but the other two that I had... So, back in the 90s, they came out with a sequel to Frosty's a Snowman called Frosty Returns. Okay. And I don't know if you've ever seen that. I don't think so. So, it's like, this little girl makes Snowman. It's Frosty. He's voiced by John Goodman. Which, I love John Goodman. I think he's hilarious. I think he... You know he's a he's a underrated actor, I believe. Um, you know he can be funny, he can be serious, uh, he can play like these characters that are completely like against his personality. Uh, you know, and he kind of showed that in things like The Big Lebowski and Red State. Um, you know, just underrated. But so like Frosty comes back, and now there's like this evil company that is making some kind of spray that melts snow instantly. So people don't have to like have snow in their driveway and all this stuff. And like, yeah, is like, this a kid's movie or is this supposed to be a horror movie? Dude, it's like, it's a kid's, it's a kid's like animated cartoon. And so they're like trying to fight this company that's making the spray that melts the snow. And it's, Oh my gosh. Like, like why, why even make that? I don't understand. And for a while, they would show it like every single year. I don't know, but that uh, that that is pretty funny. I do want that product, though. <laughs> yeah, and I was an adult, I'd be like, "Heck yeah, give me that product." Um, uh, and then the other one I had. This is a movie that pops up on like a best list a lot, and some people think it's hilarious, and I don't really get it. It's Christmas with the Cranks. You ever seen that? No, I have not. I've I've seen part of it, but I've not seen the whole movie because that's with that um, it's just with Tim Allen and yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I don't know. Just that movie, it just irritates me. I guess it's one of those movies. I I feel like it tries too hard to be funny. Okay, and I think also too like to the point. It's it's kind of popular, and I just don't know why. And also, you know good old netflix that you know especially like around halloween time they seem to dump off all their halloween movies and just have complete garbage on there for horror movies well they do kind of the same thing with christmas where they don't add like any good christmas movies they'll have like here's a christmas special we have a a netflix original movie that has (laughs) these actors like from the early 90s that no one cares about anymore Surprise, here's a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah, here's a, a bunch of Hallmark movies. Oh, and here's Christmas with the Cranks. And, you know, I've tried to watch it a couple times. It's just, it's not funny to me. Yeah. Which is weird because, you know, Tim Allen I find pretty amusing. And Jamie Lee Curtis can be funny. And, you know, I've always liked her because I feel like she's one of those people that she is who she is and she doesn't care. Like, mm-hmm. she just doesn't give a crap. She's she's Jamie Lee Curtis 
you know, take her as she is. What you see is what you get. Yeah. So I've always appreciated her for that. But just that movie, I, I just can't get into it. Yeah. Um, one thing, other thing that I want to mention, um, and it's kind of surprising that this didn't come up anywhere, but something that baffles me about Christmas movies is how many times do people need to make a Christmas carol? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my gosh. dude, there's a new one coming out. I <laughs> saw that on FX. Yes. I know. Like I've seen commercials for it. I'm like, when it first saw the commercial, I was like, why did you see that during football yes. this past weekend? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause, um, I don't know you guys probably saw on Twitter, but I was like sick all weekend. I had like the flu. So I spent a lot of t- my day Saturday just on the coach, you know, napping most of the day, just not feeling well. I watched a lot of the, the college of football, um, conference championship games so i saw that commercial for a christmas carol probably about 50 times and every time i just like thought to myself how many versions of that are there yeah exactly Who who's the one who's the guy who's going to be in it this time uh i can't remember i can't think of his name um uh, i don't know you know good luck searching for it because if you search for a christmas carol about 10 trillion things will pop up all right. So the ones I can think of, you got what the original, like a, one of the first ones was like from the forties, and then there's one co- they refer to as Scrooge, and then there's Scrooged, and then there's Mickey's Christmas Carol, Mister Magoo's Christmas Carol, <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol, which is actually really good. Um, <laughs> I but, thought you hated yeah. the Muppets. No, I, I no, I like the Muppets. I just didn't like Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> Liar! No, so uh, real quick, so the FX one had uh, Guy Pierce was the main guy. I saw oh this yeah, yeah. Well, it says Tom Hardy's in it, which is crazy. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, but I have gone here and it says that from 1901, uh, there was a silent film called Scrooge or Marley's Ghost, and up until 2009, more than two dozen. That's 2009. That's 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So how many more have been made since then? So we're to, I can, it's gotta be over three dozen. Yeah, I would say so. This is like ridiculous. Cause yeah, exactly. Like you said, there's like the Scrooge movies. There's like, if somebody calls it Marley's ghost, a Christmas Carol. Um, and then of course there's like versions of it where they call it something else. But then there's like, you know, uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, Disney Christmas Carol, Muppet Christmas Carol. There's a Flintstones one too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, I think I've seen mostly all of them too. I mean, it's a great story. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's it, it is a great story. That's why it's been adapted so many times. But it's just been beaten to death. Yes. And don't forget, there was the one with Jim Carrey. So apparently, he needs to be in every Christmas movie somewhere. <laughs> I guess. Uh, so that's yeah, like did you did you get the idea from the preview they showed for the fx1 that it's going to be like more of like a darker take on it yes almost like a christopher nolan type movie yeah um that was a feeling i got too that it's more like a 
almost like a psychological thriller than a traditional Christmas carol. Well, I mean, for it to be on FX, it seems... It's got to be edgy somehow. Yeah. So just maybe they're going to be... I mean, like how... The only thing I can think that they could make it like more serious, darker is the whole like Christmas future, whatever, um, creepy death. But I don't know. Make the ghost scarier. I don't know. Yeah, I'm seeing a couple images and things. So I don't know. But yeah, it's just I swear, I swear (coughs) now a new one comes out each year. Yeah, I, I say that's probably true so but that that was the last thing i i had on all this christmas movie subject stop making a a christmas carol (laughs) i think that's all i've got too so we can move into suggestions do we have uh am i an idiot oh my gosh yeah, you are, but you do have a sound. <laughs> I do have a sound for. Oh my gosh, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How could I forget? Like I was thinking, I was like, "Wait a minute, do I have that?" Yeah, okay. How could I forget? Here we go. Thank you. <laughs> Show. You know what? We always laugh at the yeah, yeah part, but how have we never mentioned the woo? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I thought we did at one point, but every time I'm like waiting for it where it's like quiet, then it's like, ew. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this week is my turn for suggestions. Um, originally, I was going to say watch Christmas Vacation so you can listen to our review next week, but... Um, you know, maybe you want to watch that Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> One of the versions. Oh gosh. No, I mean, my suggestion's kind of open. Um, you know, the Christmas season is upon us. Uh, Christmas is coming up in like, wow, like two weeks, three weeks. Uh, two weeks from yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, co- yeah, coming up fast. Um, my suggestion is just, you know, watch some Christmas stuff. You know, watch, you know, some Christmas episodes of The Office or something. Uh, you know, if you if you like Friends more, watch that. I guess. You know, just watch the specials. You know, it's it's a good way to get like in the Christmas spirit. And if you say enjoy time with your family and get all sentimental, I will slap you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell them to leave so you can watch Black Christmas and. <laughs> <laughs> be uncomfortable but yeah yeah just you know watch whatever it is you watch just enjoy the season actually okay real quick to kind of get you a little bit more specific about your recommendation that you just said now that i've got you yes um do you have a favorite office christmas oh man I think it might be Benihana Christmas. <laughs> okay. That one cracks me up because, you know, Michael photoshops the Christmas card picture of his girlfriend and their kids <laughs> with her ex-husband and photoshops his face over him. 
which leads to them breaking up. Uh, Dwight and Andy try to cheer him up by taking him to Benihana. They bring two waitresses back with them to their Christmas party. Uh, Michael gets drunk and he can't remember which one of them's his. The other two Asian girls. And he's like, you know, he's like, I'm not sure which one's mine. And, you know, Roy says to him, he's like, you should probably know. He's like, you know what they say? They all look the same. You know, waitresses. <laughs> so, like, he walks up and he gets a marker and puts a big mark on her arm. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. So he gets all apart. That just cracks me up every single time. I think that one might be my favorite. Do you have a favorite Office Christmas? Oh, man, I... I'm not sure, but that that one might be the best one. Um, I wanted I wanted to specifically ask you because you were doing your recommendations. I thought that would be good. Yeah, I mean, the traditional Pennsylvania Dutch one is great too with Belschnickel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think Benihana Christmas has to be my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many total there are. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. And then a classic Michael Scott. Christmas quote is happy birthday, Jesus. Sorry, your party's so lame. (laughs) Uh, That was a good one. Okay, so now we can move on to our uh, one liner or quote of the week. Do you want to start off? Uh, Yeah, I think it's my turn. Yeah, I think so. Um, Oh, man, I've got, I've collected. I think I'll save that <clears throat> for next time because actually I'll use it with the movie recommendation as well. So, uh, let's see. Do you have a list? Are you like, do you have a list that you cross them off of now? No, I just um, come pull up one with out. one every week. You just pull one out like right at the last minute and you don't plan? Uh, no, I, I, I plan ahead probably like. You know, because usually I do my notes a few days in advance for the show. Okay. So I just kind of throw one out then, and it just pop, whatever pops in my head. All right. Well, to uh, do a little homage to our one of our recent review uh, movie reviews with planes, trains, and automobiles uh, with uh, Steve Martin. Uh, gonna go to a and actually doing a future one because it also includes uh oh my gosh uh chevy chase i blanked for a moment uh <laughs> three amigos you've seen that right oh yeah it's been a while though yes um and actually ironically enough i think the dvd is like sitting like 10 feet away from me it's been sitting on the <laughs> desk for like a year um so this is Steve Martin's character, Lucky Day, and he is uh, throwing insults. So here we go. You dirt-eating piece of slime, you scum-sucking pig, you son of a motherless goat. <laughs> that line, I will never forget that line. Like, I always, I use that one, like, just because uh, I, I think my brother and I watched that movie several times. <laughs> um, and that so that was always a favorite of mine. You son of a mother, let's go. Man, it's been forever since I've seen that movie. I would say probably oh, 15 years. Oh, wow. It's good, man. Yeah, we might have to review that one sometime. I'm down. So, my quote 
is I'm staying with the holiday spirit. And it's actually from your favorite Christmas movie, which is Elf. (laughs) And it's a quote that makes me laugh every single time I see it. And it is, you did it. Congratulations. World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. It's nice to meet you. (laughs) Makes me laugh every single time. (laughs) He barges into this cafe or this diner and like yells that and everybody just looks at him like, who the heck is this guy? (laughs) I don't know if what my favorite, uh, what's my more favorite part, that or when he takes Zoe Deschanel back there to try the best piece of or the best cup of coffee. Yeah, he's, he's like, um, you want to guess what it is? She's like, a crappy cup of diner coffee? He's like, no, it's the world's best cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, gosh. Speaking of which, actually, I need to make sure to remember that for next week, I should do a um, a holiday one. Yeah. Um, another, I think my other favorite quote from Elf is, when he's leaving the North Pole and the narwhal comes out and says, bye, buddy, I hope you find your dad. <laughs> <laughs> that part just cracks me up because his voice is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's so random. Yeah, that's just a bonus one. We won't put that one on there for the vote, but we'll get those up there. You guys can vote on them, and it'll go towards, I guess, maybe we're going to do the contest until the end of the year, maybe. Uh, yeah, we were talking about doing the end of the year, just like picking like whoever reaches whatever number first. So, yeah, let's do the number thing because if we did end of the year, you know, it might be a little difficult because I think I'm ahead. Yeah, you got off to a quick lead at the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah, I think maybe what we should do is maybe try to come up with a couple ideas on like what the loser has to do or what the winner gets and like have get feedback maybe on what it'll be. Oops, How about me, the sorry. loser has to do we have to review their least favorite movie? Interesting. <laughs> I'm now I'm trying to think what my least favorite movie overall is. I I don't know what my least favorite would be, but I could think of a bunch I don't like. What dreams may come? <laughs> I've actually never seen that. <laughs> I just, there, made, I just make fun of it because I made fun of it on Family Guy. <laughs> if that movie so much as touches Roadhouse, I will stab you in the neck with the neck. Oh gosh, man, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, Worst movie that that'll be a conversation within itself. Jeez. Yeah, I think so. That might have to be um, a future topic in yeah. the, the near future here. But you got anything else? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Oh, I, I actually wait. I do want to mention this because I was thinking this in the middle of the episode. I love how when we have a simple topic and something that we know is going to be easy, that both of us before we record are like, "Oh yeah, tonight's going to be easy. We'll probably be done in a short period of amount of time." Yeah, and we've already gone an hour. <laughs> yeah, and we've already gone an hour. <laughs> oh, that's the way it goes. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this as much as we did, apparently. Uh, you know, next week we will be reviewing Christmas Vacation. So if you haven't seen it, watch it. If you have seen it, maybe just refresh it in your memory. Um, yeah, and just join us next week where we talk about it. Uh, until next time, I am Brandon, he's Caleb, and this time's personal. <laughs> <laughs>